Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Queen City Creeps. We are here today to talk about the infamous Hell Town, Boston Hills, Ohio. Hills? Mills? Mills. Perfect. Boston Mills. She already messed it up. There's a reason Jennifer is doing this one. Baston. Baston? Baston. But it's in Ohio. Yes. Boston, Ohio. Yeah. By by Kent, Kent, Ohio. Is it by Kent, Ohio? It's in northern Ohio. (laughs) Maybe it is by Kent, Ohio. Did you say northern Ohio? On the last one? Northeast Ohio. Northeast, I don't know. Mistake by the Malake. Mistake by the lake? By the Malake. <laughs> Mistake by the by Malake. The Malake. <laughs> That's actually Cleveland. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> so, hello and welcome. <laughs> That's how my brain works. And we're really excited that you decided to come back and enjoy another story with us. Jaybo, take it away. Okay, guys. So, um, Boston Mills, Ohio is essentially just an abandoned village that was, the people were pushed out of the area um, by an ambitious national park plan that just went wrong, like terribly wrong. Ambitious. Yes. So, in the 1960s, there was a nationwide push um, to, and a concern for all the forests. Um, So, the president at the time... um, President Gerald Ford, or at least, I guess it was uh, 10 years later around mm-hmm. that. So say, we still don't care about the forest, all right? Yeah. that's We could do a lot better for Not sure. true. This we isn't just lost the big, I thought we weren't going to talk about politics because <laughs> you and I literally could not have that conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> I will get into it. Yes. I don't care. <laughs> Go. Anyway, people could be better. But in 1974, um, President um, Gerald Ford signed legislation um, that allowed national parks to acquire land um, for a national park. Using eminent domain, right? Yes. And then... Explain um, what eminent domain is. So eminent domain, to the best of my understanding, is that the government actually has the right, and it's not even just the government, just in general, um, can come in and give you a fair price for your land, and you have to take the offer. Um, mm-hmm. You can't you can't counter back with a different price. It kind of just has to go from there. Again, if that is a hundred percent wrong, which I'm slightly pulling it out of my ass, please let us know. Interact you, with us on social media. I was you say my wife haggle. said something about it. She's a real estate agent, yeah. so she had to study all that. It was more like you can haggle stuff. for price to kind of um, get a fair-ish price. It's still probably going to be a lot lower than what you would get anywhere else. But so the government is basically taking people's land away to make a state park. If yeah. they're buying the land, park. they're not taking it away. They are buying, buying the land lands. and helping them relocate. And right. they really don't have a choice. It's mostly what are you willing to sell your house for? And if they don't agree with it, you're just going to get the highest price you can possibly get. Get the fuck out. Well, and, and then just get out. G- generally, with them in the domain, too, there has to be a reason for it, too. They have to be able to cite, you know, hey, we're putting in this national park. We're putting a freeway through here. We are mm-hmm. changing, you know, putting this up for business development to help the economy, whatever the case mm-hmm. might be. They have to have a justifiable reason to take it so why didn't you answer the question instead of making me pull stuff out of my ass it was a lot more fun to listen to you try to make stuff exactly. up <clears throat> yeah shelby has a master's and we're all answering these questions <laughs> sorry sarah's smart you know <laughs> even though she just got her degree like a few months ago guys we got a pauline and a juliet brewing over here 
It already happened. (laughs) But anyway, so a bunch of the citizens were very mad about it, but they really couldn't do anything about it. So they had to leave their homes. And even one, um, there was a message scribbled on one of the walls, um, one of the abandoned homes. It says, now we know how the Indians felt. So they definitely felt in that same kind of way where you're just pushing us out of the land that we have. Let's so, just say that is a little dramatic. Though. It's, a, like, it's dramatic for we sure. We know how the Indians felt. They gave us money for our land, but by golly, that's true. It, it's a better situation, what? definitely, than the Indians. But yeah, <laughs> I can it's not like the they're not moving them from Florida to Oklahoma, then up to North Dakota. Yeah, yeah. So as the houses were quickly acquired, um, they would be boarded up, and there would be like no trespassing sign on the house and the land itself. Um, and then they would just kind of sit there vacant because the government would just take so long because there's so many houses being acquired. It would just take them so long to demolish everything. And they just got so behind that nothing was ever happened. So nothing ever happened. So, uh, like if you went by the town, um, just on like the highway or whatever, you would just see these abandoned houses. Some of them were already demolished. And I think even like the fire department kind of. Mm-hmm. went by and practiced how to fight fires even. yeah they would use it as like a training ground and if you want to you can actually look up boston mills ohio and there are tons of photos yeah um of just the cemetery that's there because it was it was a full-on town there were schools there was a hospital i believe mm-hmm. library all this amazing church ar- architecture that was just left to kind of rot in the elements yeah essentially so I'm so, sure it was great, but it's no Kent. It's no Kent. <laughs> right. No. no Kent. No Kent. No Kent. Oh, okay, so why was there such a rush evacuation? A lot of people think it's kind of like a government conspiracy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what was the reason behind it? Definitely since they didn't actually do anything to make a park out of it for a very long time. Yeah, it was like what 2010, was, right? Was, was it the 60s? Yeah. So, so we're, no, seventy four is whenever it went. The, I was going to say we're right passed. in the middle of probably testing nuclear weapons at this point during the Cold War. So that could. Well, I'll tell you the some. story. All right. But <laughs> but it, they waited until well, it was two thousand. Whenever they actually named the park, what they named it, which mm-hmm. was Cahogan National Park. Um, but they waited almost, I mean, over 25 years to name it and do anything with it. But there's still abandoned buildings, um, out there and a lot of, um, the same kind of, like the church is still there, I believe. And a lot of the, um, other houses that people think are haunted. I kind of want to visit this place now. And a lot of people do, and I'll get into that later. But, um, so... Another part of the whole, what they think is a cover-up, you know, and they're trying to hide the truth of what Boston Mills was and their, the weirdness that went on there um, before it was shut down. Um, so at first, the, um, the president at the time, Gerald Ford, he was actually on a holiday ski trip. It was, I think, December 27th is whenever he signed it. But he made a very sudden and unexpected executive order to get this in place, which it seems very rushed. Why would you do it? While you're on vacation. While you're on vacation. What was such a rush to get that passed? It just seems very weird. Um, And there was also armed forces to get people out at the time, which seems a little rash. I mean, maybe it's typical. I don't really know, but it seems a little excessive. Well, did you say it was December? Yeah, December 27th. So that's like right after Christmas, too. 
Yeah. Well, and at least they Christmas had a good holiday. holiday. In their homes, yeah. you know. Right. After Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. Like, hope you didn't open all those toys. So now you're going to put them back up. Pack them up. You're getting, you're gone. Aww. America takes what it wants. <laughs> exactly. Poor buddies. Right. So here are some legends um, of Helltown. And a lot of people named Helltown because of all these legends, that it was just so dark and dreary and a lot of weird stuff happened there. So that's why they named it that after um, the town was abandoned, essentially. So um, many people that think that Helltown was uh, cursed for like centuries, even before like European colonists actually went on the land. So whenever the Native Americans were around um, and they often Native Americans um, told a lot of stories about monsters and like in the woods, monsters and spirits and things like that in the woods. And they feared it so much that they wouldn't go near um, Boston Mills at all or the land that you know, wasn't a town at the time, but the land around that area, they wouldn't go near it because uh, they feared a very dangerous beast called a Wendigo. Wendigo. Wendigo, sorry. Wendigo. Wendigo. I even wrote that down. Whatever. Um, Which is like a giant human-like beast um, that's covered in fur and has like spiny antlers. Am I a Wendigo? (laughs) (laughs) So say, I, think there's a, I think there's a few different variations of a window. Yeah, but it's like the antlers are just growing out of its head, but it can stand I mean, on two feet. It didn't like, look yeah, like that it, supernatural. Very human-like, yet like it, antler-y, deer-like. And it was, it, I think, based on what I know about it, which is the supernatural, let's be real, because Sam and Dean are awesome, um, it was a human at one point, right, that mm-hmm. became like less than human kind mm-hmm. of like orcs and elves stockton yes much Lord like of that the rings. Yeah. Has another soul one stripped away and what's left is like the animal side of a human being kind of and a, they eat flesh kind of a similar not not necessarily a similar legend but kind of reminiscent of the the skinwalker legend from yeah. the really really similar to yeah. that and in yeah. fact i think the wendigo comes from that okay News to me, I, I don't watch Supernatural, so I, I, I'm already at a disadvantage. We it's, should have a party. It's really good. We should have a Facebook Live There's watching so Supernatural. There's so many seasons, though. We'll only watch the good ones. <laughs> only watch the good seasons or the good episodes? The good episodes. I feel like They're that's like, a very confusing thing. I just want to say seasons. one thing real quick. I look exactly like Dean Winchester. You look nothing like Dean no, Winchester. Not at all. <laughs> I look more like Dean Winchester than you do. Oh, it's no. actually probably true. Sad face. Oh, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't lie to the people, Michael. You're Batman. <laughs> You're hiding behind a microphone right now. They don't know any better. Yeah. You've got a That's ginger true. beard. I can be whatever I want right now. You can with a ginger beard. Yes. Yes. I'm just a half ginger. You're ridiculous. I'm a closet ginger. <laughs> Just the beard is ginger. Just the beard is ginger. I think. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa, it's whoa, true. whoa. I don't know. That got weird fast. <laughs> it's fine. So Wendigos. <laughs> so Wendigos. <laughs> so they um, were believed to have hunted and eaten humans. So that's definitely why the Native Americans didn't want to have anything to do with that. Um, and they refused to settle on the land. However, um it was settled by European settlers. Um, and then shit got real after that, essentially. So um, mm-hmm. so right at the beginning of its founding, the village just automatically seemed cursed. Um, crops failed. People were um, struck by illness. Um, and, like, the winters were very brutal and unforgiving. Like they are in 
Ohio. Yeah. Or Southwest Missouri. Or, you know, Southwest Missouri. That's true. That's where we are, and it's really cold, and I hate everything. Yes. We have very crazy winters. Well, just... We have crazy weather in general. Because, like, two days, it's supposed to be 70. Right now, it's, like, 30. Yeah. Do you want it to be hot, or do you want it to be cold? You can have both. Yeah. Welcome to Missouri. Exactly. Just wait a day. All the seasons. Oh, we have all the seasons. All the I seasons. love the seasons. <laughs> I can't wait to move to Florida. And you can experience summer, winter, and fall, like, all in one. All That's in a accurate. three day span. Yeah. There is a reason I'm wearing my third favorite hoodie right now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see. So they um the settlers soon became ill um just by the the fact that they were just starving to death because crops wouldn't grow. Or because they were eating people. I think that would make Right, Ill. and that's another thing, is that since they didn't have a lot of food, they started I mean, there was cannibals. Mm-hmm. They started eating people. It got really weird. <laughs> <laughs> as it does when there's cannibals around everything went to hell and yeah. welcome to hell town hell town yeah. yeah and even like the winters would kind of deform people where they would lose toes fingers um i think their like mouths got really like messed up like their lips would just like i think that's off. just called kind fr- of fall frostbite off. yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of it was frostbite because of the winters and it, people would look very like mutated and i think that's where there's a legend of a lot of like mutations and that's a big part of it is that people just looked really messed up a lot or power lines it was just they're living under power lines well that's early settlers there wasn't any power lines at that time accurate in the 70s no No. this was like when people when the town first like became the town there were no 1800s kind of there were no windigos in the 1970s Maybe was, in the woods. I mean, maybe I mean, in the woods. It's just Winnebago's. Just Winnebago's. Yeah. <laughs> Wendingo's are, however, alive and well still. So it says Supernatural. Sure. Unless they killed them all. Continue. But anyway, Sorry. so the town eventually bounced back, but at a cost. So the leader of Boston Mills, I guess at the time, um, was Reed Farrington. And he led the community down a path of, like, cultic rituals. It's, like, satanic cult kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And it was done to appease the mythical Wendigos. Sorry, Wendigos um, that lived there in the woods. Um, And they even, like, offered up, like, blood sacrifices of livestock. They said mostly goats, but whatever. It could be anything that they had, really. Who are these goats and they're eating people? Yeah. Because they didn't want to go that yes. far. I mean, a little they were eating They probably, people. like, dialed it back. Like, initially, it's probably like, here is my newborn child. And then they're like, well, with that, you can have some goats. And then you have to sacrifice these goats. And then, you know. Probably escalated. De-escalated? Yeah. Yeah. De-escalated. You start sure. at the worst and move up to better. I would have been really upset if I was currently being eaten and I looked over and there was a goat. <laughs> and the goat's like, oh. nah. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> we still had a goat? You said we were out. <laughs> The goat tastes so much better, I promise. Right. <laughs> I don't know the goat does taste better than people, though. I'm all chewy from whiskey, so. Yeah. You're probably well-seasoned. I bet, like, a baby tastes better than, like, a... No, we're Whoa, not. We're Jennifer. not start on this. <laughs> I'm not talking about eating Okay, babies. I won't, but I'm just Jennifer saying. is psychotic, it turns out. There's it's, a milky sweetness to babies I would never do it. it's, it's, I'm not saying I would do it. it it's a veal versus beef thing. I understand. Oh, right. Dang it's it. going to be a little bit tougher whenever you get older. I'm assuming you go through some shit. I don't know. Season I'm just saying. Life. You just lift weights, Season get ripped. If you get real swole, no one will want to eat you. 
<laughs> no one can eat you. You're too tough. Yeah, that's also You're too valid. strong yeah. and tough. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the town is very well known for these satanic rituals and things that they did. And there was even, um, even in like the 1960s, um, there was a satanic cult called the W, which I think is like, I mean, probably because of the Wendigos. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And they were even um, in the 1960s, the federal government got um, like kind of tips, I guess, because these two children like in that area were just went missing Mm-hmm. At one point, and um, so they went up to them and essentially asked them, like, where the hell are these children? And uh, with, I mean, they had guns with them, so then the cults, you know, they did something wrong, probably. And so they just had a shootout. With the cult? With, yeah, the, uh, the government, mm-hmm. whatever, cops, uh, had a shootout with the cults. Fourteen people from the cults died. Um, but then no one really knew anything about those kidnapped kids. If they did end up, you know, if it was them that had them or if they just had a lot of things that they didn't want the federal government looking at. So they just wanted to yeah. do that. But no one really uncovered anything from Well, that. and I would take that. I mean, when I think of, like, the satanic panic, I think, what, like, early 80s, right? Like, as far back as the early 60s, I would... Anything after that, I would take more with a grain of salt, right? Because that's like Manson. Yeah, like... I mean, it, late eighties and nineties was really. I mean, especially yeah. whenever like the the Oslo church burnings and stuff started happening was yeah. where the big panic set in. I think. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that far back, it would make me less skeptical of it actually being a cult-like setting. If it was later, I yeah. would think it would be more like, well, is it? Right. Did this. Well, and how familiar were we with the concept of cults before, you know, like... Manson? Crow- well, or before, yeah, Manson or, like, let's say even, like, Crowley or someone became yeah. a well-known mm-hmm. figure. I don't know that a cult was necessarily something that somebody saw, you know, saw a gathering of people all, you know, let's say in their in their white baptism gowns or whatever the case might be and thought, oh, this could be a problem. Mm-hmm. It was just... That's that's that group of people that lives out there in the woods. It's just and, a religion, like it's whatever. Yeah. Right, but if any kids come up missing, we're gonna go talk to them. We're for sure like, gonna talk to those weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So another, some other popular legends from Helltown is is one is a school bus. So um, in the middle of the woods and in, in Boston Mills, there was a rusted and broken down yellow school bus, um, and the, I guess the seats were missing as well. And then depending on which legend you listen to, the children were killed on the bus by either a serial killer, an escaped mental patient, or the cult. So, but a lot of people claim to hear the kids like crying out and, you know, in the woods or whatever, whenever, because a lot of people do still visit this place because it is really creepy and there's a lot of different things. So people are hearing things and telling people and, There was like singing in the woods too. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. I didn't write it down, but, um, and they were all, uh, buried in the, or said to be buried in the cemetery and a lot of people can hear them there as well. And it's just like a creepy aura, I guess, in that area. Which if I was walking through the woods and found an old school bus, I would probably get creeped out too. Like growing up, we had 40 acres, which is nothing. And there was an old car and we would go take our friends out there and tell people that there had been a car wreck and someone died and that it was haunted. Right. 
Because we do. were super morbid kids. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just yeah, we really both. fucked up kids. Well, also, I've seen Black Sheep and Gary Busey lives in a burned out school bus in the woods, and no thank you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All Everything Gary circles Busey. back to Gary Busey. On the Gary Busey. Shelby's <laughs> obsessed with Gary Busey. You should just come up with every single like episode we do, come up with an example with Gary Busey. I plan it. to. Please yes. do. Yes. I'm so fresh at this, but Gary Busey's on my mind often enough, I can probably make it <laughs> So there's even some stories um, of people going um, in Boston Mills and seeing the school bus, and then they actually see the children in the bus just, like, staring off into space, which is super creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, And also, some people have even tried to remove the bus because it's freaking creepy, Mm -hmm. and they either, something bad happens to them. So whether it be fatal or they get hurt somehow, they just have tried for a really long time to remove it eventually the government actually goes in and removes it um so it's no longer there right now is what i get at yeah so, so they had some special so blessed equipment apparently took so. it in there hauled it out of the woods maybe this is during the daylight maybe this is like all nighttime stuff like the hauntings only yeah. happen at night yeah the hauntings only happen at night i don't know hmm. seems like all these things like all these like legends and things stories are all happening at night yeah. Which I, I think it's like an overactive imagination on a lot of it. So that could be a part of it. Also, who's trying to collect a, I mean, basically scrap metal at night? <laughs> right. You're trying to bust who, in who there. Who is this person? Steal yeah. this bus. Right. No wonder you got yourself hurt. You probably exactly. You probably tripped over something in the woods That's while you're trying true. to remove the bus. Got gangrene. Your leg rotted off. Now where are right. you? Dead. That's true. You're dead. So there's a lot of legends about ghosts, too. So there's obviously the stories about hearing the children crying at night and all that stuff. But um, some say, like, that the trees around the town, like, just go on their own and, like, kind of sway or move. It's called the wind. And, th- and that that's exactly what I thought. I was like, what if it's just windy? Yeah. I don't know if they mean, like, literally move, like... Like the Whomping Willow? Yeah. Like, what are they meaning? Like, is it just, like... Or Treebeard you know, from tree Lord of the goes. Rings. Or like Treebeard from Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, I, yeah. Probably not quite that excessive, but like... A guy can dream. Yeah. Like full-on microwave inflatable inflatable tube man. Yes. yes. So <laughs> exactly like an inflatable tube man. I would yes. I would go there just to watch that. Yeah, exactly. It'd be cool, too, if like whenever you got to town, it was like, welcome to Boston Mills, and the trees were all just waving. Like, hey, buddy. Yeah, that's way more Hope inviting you find your than, dad. you know, <laughs> <laughs> the bus in the middle of the forest <laughs> don't forget yeah. that one there's twinkies and brownies there so good stop it. i'm sorry i'm like hungry voice, i'm so hungry <laughs> that's why you should have got chili cheese tots what up now true so they also see a tall male figure um around the cemetery area just like patrolling Slender and then man. randomly like he just like sits down on a bench and just stares into space just chilling there i guess i mm-hmm. don't know and then um there's also an abandoned house in the middle of the town um and there's countless reports of like a dim light in the upstairs like top floor and it's on every single night even though it's been abandoned you know since the 70s Ugh. but there's always a dim light on the top floor so that's all weird that's pretty weird. Is there is there a legend about why that might be, or is it just? I think uh, some people just say that there's just 
like someone put a light in there. Like, I mean, someone can, anybody could go up there and, and do just it. like. I, I think a lot of it comes know. back from the fact that so many people were unhappy leaving their family homes because mm-hmm. a lot of these people have been there, like related back to early settlers. And then they're just booted out without any real warning or any reasoning as to why. And so all those bad feelings are still there. I mean, you can have a creepy, spooky town, you know, but when it's a place of loss, like especially after the holidays or something like that, like those emotions are still there. You know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. see that. So maybe yeah. it's just the memories of the people are still there. Or yeah. super overactive imaginations. Or that, yeah. Or swamp gas. Or aliens. Or... So many different yeah. options, guys. <laughs> or Wendigos want to live in houses Wendigos, now, yes. and they like utilities. <laughs> yeah, obviously. yeah, all options. And they like the upstairs area as well. They because well, that's like, where the can, bedroom is. Probably. You can see out over the town, yeah. and they can see their prey. They don't have to like go running around that, in the I woods mean, anymore. That totally makes sense. Anyway, I could be a real estate agent. Wendigos. Wendigos. So there's also this really creepy church that is said to be, like, the headquarters of the satanic cult. So it would be, like, a satanic church. But it has a bunch of, like, upside-down crosses, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Inside that church, outside the church. There's even some, if you go online, there's a bunch of pictures on the church. So there's one where they'll tell you exactly where it is on the outside and then all across, like, the pews. And all the walls, there's just a bunch of upside-down um, crosses. And it's also said that there's, like, um, this black candle that has been lit. It never goes out. Ooh. I think that's, like, not... I mean, obviously, I don't think that's true, but... Yeah, that's really an easy one to prove. <laughs> yeah. So. Film it. You usually don't say the phrase, they say, before you bring up something like a candle is still lit. <laughs> Simon true. says the candle's still lit. Get it? Because Simon no. would tell you to light the candle. Right, right. That's funny. Leave me alone. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughs. No one laughs. So, also, um, a member of the cult um, named the Hearseman, not the Horseman, the Hearseman, is said to linger around waiting to challenge the bravery of anyone who steps in his, like, area right by his house. Is he the headless Hearseman? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm thinking it is. <laughs> Headless horseman? No. So he has like these blockades um, around his house. So anybody who steps um, past it and like wants to kind of explore, mm-hmm. um, if they get too close to the, his house, he apparently gets inside his uh, his hearse. That's why he's called a horseman. He has a hearse that he just chases you around. Until you get the hell out. Sounds dangerous. Yeah, and apparently there's only one working headlight. Why he didn't replace it, I don't know. (laughs) Well, they closed the the auto parts store and (laughs) closed the town down. Right, right. Also, I think buying like a ghost light bulb for your headlight would be really difficult. So is he a ghost? You have to wait for a headlight to die. They don't really say. I mean, it could be an actual person. So there's like a squatter that's living in a hearse. Get well, and, and I think they they that is a big part of it is that whenever people visit, like some people are just so fascinated by it, and definitely if they're very mm-hmm. into the satanic kind of culture, I feel like maybe those are some of these stories. Is that it's not a ghost; it's a literal person yeah. that's chasing you. I was listening, to, and they think it's just so funny or entertaining. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I'm going to say its name wrong, um, but they were talking about the Summerwind Mansion. 
And that the biggest issue with that house isn't even that, you know, as paranormal researchers, that they're, they're there, you know, looking and trying to find EVP and everything. It's that people are so interested and think because it's a story that's out there in the world that the property is open to everyone. So they'll come in and just trample stuff. They've had equipment stolen. And that's, I guess, something always to keep in mind is that, like, just because the story is out there for the public, it's not your right to go in there and pilfer mm-hmm. through things. So it was uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories, actually. They're Ooh. pretty funny. And they were talking about it the other day. So just thought I'd give them a little bit of a shout out. Yes. That's wonderful. I Sorry. <laughs> okay. So this is a section that I call Highway to Hell. Um, so this is pertaining to all of the roads around the town. Um, so there's a bunch of road closures cause a lot of people don't want them to go past a certain time. Cause there has been a lot of people just going and exploring. I'm assuming that's why the blockades are there. Mm-hmm. Guessing, I guess. Um, but it said that anyone who pat or trespasses at night will be like hunted by an ax wielding serial killer. I don't know if anybody's really died. But that's mm-hmm. the legend, I guess. Um, but there's also rumors of, like, an evil force that whenever you're driving down the road, it'll just take over the steering wheel and just... Um, <laughs> they'll take photos? over the steering wheel and then um, try to take you off the, the road. Um, and I think there's been so many crashes, and some of them even fatal, that it's kind of been hard to ignore and that's why the a big legend on it. Yeah. I guess. But anyway, that's essentially it. I mean, there's a few there's a ton of different legends, but those were like the biggest ones that I could really find. But I think majority of it is a lot of exaggeration, a lot of people that are just interested or kind of scare themselves when they go there. Or weirdos that just go by and want to also scare people. To scare people. Yeah. So is it cursed? I don't know. Probably not. But, but it's up to story. you Everybody to decide. Everybody a good story. I remember when we first started talking about this one a little bit, I had read about um, that giant python that they yeah, talk yeah. about. I got really excited about that because, as we all know, I am really worried about pythons taking over the U.S. Especially Florida, Or coming right? through the toilet or when you're <laughs> going to the bathroom. I don't worry about that personally. I do. That's a I, scary that's thought. That's like, biggest fear, I'm pretty sure, Number is that one a snake fear. will go up. Like, he will be in the toilet. He'll be sitting. The snake will be in the toilet. The snake will be in the toilet. Stockton will sit on the toilet. And the snake will just go up his b-hole. No, he'll just bite bite your rear end. Or that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's way more reasonable than assuming that the snake goes in raw dog. I mean, how do you think this works? Guys, I don't want to talk about this anymore. That is one of his biggest fears, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's a legitimate fear yeah. <laughs> with real though? doctors and real medicine. I feel like you just need to, like, look before you sit. I do, well, but what if he's hiding? Poops, so, like... And the, what if he's, he's hiding like, in the air bubble? Like, That's... He's staying in the air bubble. There's an air bubble in the S tube. Oh, yes. Yeah. What if he's hiding in that and just waiting for me? There is no snake me. that has nothing better to do than bite you in the ass. There's no snake out there. Hmm. That's a legitimate fear. I'm sorry that we're minimizing your legitimate fear. I apologize. I am concerned that due to global warming, <laughs> there are going to be giant reticulated pythons living all over the U.S. That's also a legitimate fear. Yeah. And then we were talking about Boston Mills, and they have a giant python that they talk about. I got real excited. 
But I think with that, their explanation for that is that there was, like, people from a circus and it got loose or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, like, it was mutated or whatever and that got so big. It's just that, I mean, there might have been a python, sure, but it's probably from a circus and they got a really big-ass python. I mean, we had a giant python loose in the Ozarks not that long ago. Yeah. Was it a python or an anaconda? I thought it was a python. No, it wasn't an anaconda. I think it was a boa constrictor. That's a reticulated Damn. python. No, a python's different from a boa constrictor. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Python's like a different species. I don't like big snakes, snakes that can squeeze me oh, to death. No. Mm. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Well, true. Weren't there I don't two? Think anybody enjoys were there it. two or were there were there There's one? just one. It was just one, but Oh. It was it was like 23 feet long when they found it though. So like down the Finley River. It's so. No, they found it like 100 feet from the dude's house in the ditch. But he had was moved it? He had moved from that house. Ew. Yeah. What? And then someone seen it because their dog was barking, going crazy. And then someone seen it. And the funny thing is, is he posts like, hey, if you see this snake, just throw a sheet over it. That's how I catch it. <laughs> I was like, uh, no. Like this has happened just enough times. He's just like, no, you just, you just cover his eyes like Steve Irwin did the crocodiles and just be like, guess who? <laughs> That's how you catch the snake. No. Now, is this the one that got loose because of the flood when the Finlay flooded? Or was no. this the one that just like busted out of his cage? No, this is the one where the mm. tree fell over on the house oh. and it fell over the snake's cage and broke his cage. Okay. So then he okay. That's, the that's a different story than what I was thinking. Yeah, this happened in Ozark. Like, That was like last summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was well. There was one too when it flooded last summer. Yeah, and I think that was what? A, a bigger snake of some sort. I didn't I even yeah. hear about that one. Yeah. Basically, yeah. if you live good. in southern Missouri, um, we have snakes that get loose because people like to have giant snakes as pets, and that is legitimate. We're not judging you for it. I just want you to lock them the fuck up because I don't want to get eaten. Terrifying. Or kill them. Don't know. People we, can have snakes as pets. It's fine. But well, lock them the fuck up. There's also the whole story about the cobra scare in the 50s or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. This has happened here a lot. Like, we have a bigger snake problem than I ever would have expected, Yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess. you guys. That's, I mean, we should talk about the cobra scare at some point. That'll probably be an episode at some point. That would, that would be, be good. one that was worth we, may, we have t-shirts about that. Not us personally. Well, Someday a, we may have t-shirts, but there's a local company that has t-shirts that about them. Because yeah. they made a beer and named it Cobra Scare. We Mother's, also have Mother's yeah. Brewery yeah. that has Cobra Scare beer. It's yeah. really good, you guys. It's, it's really, good. really good. Doesn't get bit on the ass by a cobra anyway. So, yep. something. On the taint. <laughs> the taint. Oh, goodness. That's like another level, really. Now he's just oh. aiming, all right? I say, <laughs> right. I say it's also impeccable aim on anybody but me in Stockton. So. Right. <laughs> That's a narrow window you're going for there, sir. Oof. I'm impressed by the snake's determination, right. skill. Mm-hmm. Patience. It's surgical, really. <laughs> surgical. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining us. Jennifer, you did a really great job. Thank you. And next time we will be talking about a paranormal spooky mystery. So join us again. Bye. Bye.